So I want to know what all the, like what all the celebrities are doing right now. The ones that you know they can't get their Botox and hair plugs and spray tans. Like if they're stuck inside, they're gonna melt. They're singing to us. Oh, there's an Instagram saying like fake inspirational shit. <laughs> yeah, that, well, there was like a, a whole bunch of celebrities that that all sang like took part singing the was it Imagine by John Lennon? Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. In their hotel-sized homes. It, that's yeah. exactly it. Like it. Sing, singing about like the camaraderie of man in solidarity while they're in their fucking $12 million home. It's like uh, the 89 Burden Batman when they're at dinner. And he's like, do you usually eat dinner in here? And he's like looking around. He's like, I don't think I've ever been in this room before. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. We're all the same. Yeah. It's, it's really, you know, they're just on there like, it's a tough time for all of us, gang. Uh, all right, well, I just got to go to my own personal gym and then I go know. to my own personal movie theater <laughs> and then go out to my own personal tennis tennis court. So you don't have to leave your house. Pool. And then you go to your personal bank vault and you pay yourself. <laughs> right. Hmm. I know, I saw a thing on like, Arnold Schwarzenegger the other day telling everybody to stay inside and he's he's feeding a, like, a miniature pony in like, yeah. a llama. He's like, I just got the good workout in at my home gym. Like, not everybody has a whole fucking... Olympic-sized gym in their house, Arnold. It's a lot easier for you. Arnold! You have a zoo in your house. Hello, my (laughs) quarantine friends, and welcome to another bonus episode of Hold My Popcorn. I'm an isolated Max Healy in Nashville, and in Boston, we have Tim again. How you doing, Timmy? Doing great, Max. I don't don't know what's really going on, but no one's around in the city. I've just been walking around, trying to find groups of people, uh, touching them, shaking their hands. And uh, they all seem to get really angry about it. I don't know. Mm. Does anybody else have any idea what's going on? Nothing. I got no idea. No? Something about Corona stock falling. I don't know. All right. I'm just going to keep doing this. (laughs) Make sure that I have plenty of bodily fluids around. Just shaking hands. Just just peeing into Corona bottles and just spraying them at people. Right. Kissing people on the lips. You know. (laughs) General Boston greetings. Yeah. (laughs) Just sweating on people. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. (laughs) <laughs> and in the West Coast in Sacktown, we have John Anoshack. Good morning, John. Good morning. I'm currently sipping a nice uh, cup of coffee. Um, got uh, done being quarantined and working remotely yesterday, which consisted of me bird watching with my cat and then getting so bored that I went out and started throwing seeds at individual birds. Um, that's where I am. How are you, Max? I'm isolated, lonely. I bought the shiny book this week. That's that's Ooh. good. That's going to be good for my I psyche. saw that on the... The social medias. Yep. Nikki and was uh, Nikki. definitely happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved how she managed to also get your wedding ring in the picture. Like, stay away, bitches. He's taken. <laughs> like that. <laughs> the, you got the sh- the what? The shiny book? The shining. Shining. Book. shining. Oh, the Stephen shining. King's the shining. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. It's. I mean, so the far. shiny book is a great book too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also do enjoy fun. that. <laughs> Yeah. I like. I, I especially like how shiny it is. I yeah, mean, those are the, those are the kind of books that I'm reading lately with Francis. So that I was like, really, that's <laughs> that's where you're at too, huh? All right, cool, cool. It's the uh, it's the same uh, publisher as the Rainbow Fish. Remember that? One? Yeah. <laughs> Got some familiar uh, voices on the air. So we're also welcoming back in Portland, Maine, Big Daddy Bill Dooley has been a new parent in the apocalypse. Treating you, Bill. <laughs> um, I just I'm just assuming that most of what I'm seeing on the news is actually just sleep deprived delirium. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's not there's been not a lot of whole sleep since uh, November. I don't know if I've slept a full night since you guys uh, since I was last on a podcast. So um, I don't I don't really give a shit what's going on outside there. It's like, I just want my baby to sleep and then uh, and then I'll be happy. <laughs> the rest of the world can fucking go to hell. It has, but it can continue. <laughs> Throwing gas on that fire. <laughs> and coward in his Clorox sprayed cardboard box are also welcoming back Mike Preble. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, Max. I have to say, my my wealth is about to incre- increase ex- exponentially because I don't know if you know, but Cape Cod is a, a tremendous number of old people who are very <laughs> susceptible. So I plan on stealing all their cardboard boxes and making something of a cardboard box kingdom here. Um, and I'm pretty jacked up about it, I have to say. You need a pet cat. I feel like you two would get along in the box. Me and the cat? Yeah. Yeah. I say. But that cat would get really greedy about all my See, great, all my great boxes. boxes. I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, can, I can just see Preble down in Cape Cod with a crown on, 
and a sword be bow to the king of Maytag <laughs> bow to your crown king it would be a really good look I have to say I wouldn't be the worst dressed person here that's all I have to say now, if you're like me uh, you might not or you might have like a lot of streaming uh, surfing options as far as like Netflix Prime Hulu and uh, you probably end up spending more time just looking for something rather than actually watching the damn thing so my lovely wife, Nikki, came up with this idea for the episode where we're going to be giving out some movie recommendations to the people stuck at home because there's really nothing else for us to do right now. So for this episode, each one of us, were assigned a specific movie genre and we're going to be giving just one movie suggestion. Otherwise, it could take like five hours for this to finish. So um, it's going to be a little bit as far as the genres go. So John, he's going to be doing a horror movie. Tim's got to cover a documentary. Preble has a sci-fi movie pick. Bill's going to be doing a comedy. And then I'm going to be doing some, like a 70s classic, which I guess could uh, technically be an action movie. That is what we are doing today. Sick. <laughs> sick. <laughs> I'm not actually excited. I'm actually sick. Corona. <laughs> so we got a text uh, this week from Tim that he pretty much got like sent home because somebody that he was in a meeting with got tested positive for it. And Tim's just going like, I'm, I'm enjoying myself right now. I got my coronavirus cake. He's got, took a picture of just like chocolate cake that he was eating. Like new. Yeah. I immediately got home and took uh basically like a 12 inch by 12 inch piece of cake and uh, ate it. And <laughs> that, that's how I kicked off the Corona epidemic. That chocolate cake picture reminded me of, uh, do you remember the scene in the movie Matilda where the kid is forced to eat like a giant yeah. amount of chocolate? That's what that cake, that piece of cake yeah. reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. If I was in Matilda, that wouldn't have been a punishment. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> My little sausage fingers would have just been going, ooh. <laughs> just tiptoeing over to the cake. Nose lifted yeah. up in the air like you could smell it. It's a cartoon. <laughs> like the fat kid from The Simpsons. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Uto? <laughs> Want some so full of chocolate? Want some back to my Uto sauce bar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? I can go, go for first. It, Bill. <laughs> I can lead it off if it's anyone right. wants. Go for it. All right. Documentary I chose. Law and Order SVU. It's a, fant- it's a fantastic documentary. It follows uh, New York City SVU detectives as they cr- as they solve the most heinous crimes you could ever imagine. And actually, interesting part about this documentary: Ice T, the rapper, had a career change, became a, a cop for this. Really? No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. Mm. Wowza. Yep. Yeah. Man so of anyway. many talents. Yeah. Anyways, that's not what I uh, chose. I chose... Oh. What's... What? Oh. Yeah. No, I was, I was just groaning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I chose Free Solo, the documentary about that guy that kind of has like a bad case of the cheeseburgers, and uh, <laughs> he's climbs he climbs big mountains with no ropes, so basically trying to kill himself, but it turns out he's bad at killing himself because he keeps getting to the top of them. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I chose it because, uh, you know, basically all we can do is like stare out a window if we want to go outside. That's a good outside movie, you know, and uh, it'll maybe it'll make you not want to go outside because you don't want to die or maybe it'll make you want to go outside. So it's got two, you know, two benefits there. Best of both worlds. What what does a bad case of the cheeseburgers mean? <laughs> Asperger's. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh boy, I regret asking. So, so does he really? He just, he just, he's very, out of himself yeah, and just like gets into arguments with like the Rick the mountainside and shit. Like, <laughs> I would say he's probably is not does not have like Asperger's, but he has like a, a very spectrumy personality where he's like very rigid, very regimented, and like has a difficult time like registering and dealing with emotions. And so, is this something that they discuss in the documentary? Is this Tim's analytical take on this no, person? It, it's discussed. It's discussed. Okay. It's not <laughs> necessarily easy. broken down as well as I broke it down. Okay. Mainly Perfect. because I went to, during this whole coronavirus thing, I've been going to the uh, a Chinese uh, online psychology school. So, uh, 
But, I love uh, how you frame it as they didn't break it down as well as you just did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I don't even know what that means at this point. <laughs> that means that means I'm just I'm watching Donald Trump too much. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just giving myself all the credit. <laughs> uh, it's no, I, I don't. They don't do it as like uh, sort of. They 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 allude to a lot of it. And he even brings up a lot of it because I, I I gather a lot of people have told him that he's not uh, very easy to deal with. You really have been listening to a lot of Donald Trump. I don't think you've answered the question. <laughs> yeah, they, they allude to it. What does allude mean, Tim? Uh, that's back a nasty to you on question. That. You're in, that's a nasty let's, question. Let's, <laughs> let's just say, yeah, that was so that's bad. That was so bad. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the biggest so softball you could have imagined. hand over his chest. He's like, oh my, yeah. I've never. Clutching his pearls. Yeah, I was going to say, where, where are them pearls at, Donnie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. How could you ask me such a question? Yeah, it was, yeah. Ba- it was a softball, too. It was basically just like, can you be presidential and reassert the nation right now? Yeah, you terrible reporter. You're a terrible <laughs> reporter for making me do that. How could I reassert the nation? I have no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, what a question. Just be like, stay calm. You know, I was going to say, this is the easiest question in the world to answer. And then right. he's like, how dare you ask me a question? It's like, okay. <laughs> Let me give the worst well, answer possible. See, see you later. Although I, I so Tim, I did see that movie too, and I, I I do remember the doctor coming into that guy just saying like I'm sorry, sir, but you have a case of the medium well hamburgers. It's, it's not well done, <laughs> yeah. but it is medium well. Yeah. It's getting there. It's all, it's all the way through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like th- they definitely broached the subject about how he's sort of not really like he doesn't do a great job of being a, a well adjusted human. Uh, and his girlfriend brings it up too. She's like, he doesn't like, he could never actually tell me what he's feeling emotionally. He's just like, will immediately close off and like go hang off this climbing wall when he gets upset. And I'm like, that sort of sounds like a fucking Asperger's patient. <laughs> he doesn't do a good job of not having Asperger's. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I feel like he's not I, really trying. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> It's got to be technically antisocial behavior like every day. Like, I'm going to go climb up this mountain and try to kill myself. See you later, honey. <laughs> All right. Okay. But like, so his girlfriend says to him at one point, like, I don't know why you have to do this. Like, I'm it kills me that you're going to go try this and then you could die. You. And he goes, yeah, well, that's just the way it is. So, you know, <laughs> you're allowed to have your emotions, but I'm still going to do it. It's just. Sounds like and somebody he, that she shouldn't be in a relationship with. It sounds yeah, like a yeah, real yeah. asshole. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like he doesn't know how to break up with her. <laughs> he needs to go out with a contract killer. <laughs> oh no, yeah. He would like if yeah, he would be a good hitman. Wow. Good one. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, who's next? I can jump in with the comedy if uh if we if we want to go that way. Do it. Yeah, let's lighten it up. Sure, sure. Uh, so I picked uh, the the 1984 classic uh, Police Academy, and uh, I actually I actually watched it this morning while pa- doing pacing uh, paces around my my living room to keep the baby from crying. Um, and I'll tell you what, that is a funny movie, but it it is definitely not something to be watched by people that are sensitive. Perhaps it do- maybe it doesn't hold up so well in the. Uh, uh, political correctness, mm-hmm. Me Too era. Uh, there's a, there are a lot of inappropriate gay jokes. Um, it's pretty heavy sexual harassment, rapey stuff going on. Nice, hilarious. Nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless <laughs> hilarious movie. Nonetheless, a laugh riot. Ten out of ten. <laughs> my top, my top Build five funniest things. <laughs> uh, so. The premise, though, the premise is absolutely ridiculous. This is a nondescript city and a female mayor, gross, who elected that bitch, um, says, uh, opens the police academy up to basically anyone, regardless of sex, gender, uh, physical ability, sexual orientation. I mean, can you believe that? That's disgusting. Um, And so obviously you get a bunch of everyone just all of a sudden floods the police academy, which is, of course, absurd. Who wants to be a cop other than lunatics? Mostly Um, white people. And uh, so that's that's the the premise, and you get a bunch of a bunch of losers basically show up, and it's the misfits and a lot of classic uh, slapstick comedy and the the hijinks of the eighties, and it's it is not a movie, it is not a very serious movie, it is outrageous, but 
it's it is funny. It is funny. You get a you get a young uh, uh, Kim Cattrall before she turns into a disgusting uh, bag of flesh uh, from Sex and the City. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, shit. <laughs> Oh, God. oh boy! <laughs> wow! Yikes. I just saw a puff of smoke come out of my fucking microphone. <laughs> I don't understand. Is that is that controversial? Do people not accept that as, as fact uh, in this PC world of ours? Yeah, Bill. I don't know if uh, many of us have uh, good opinions about Kim Cattrall. I don't know if we would put it exactly how you did, though. We might we might qualify that as a hot take. <laughs> it's just laying laying waste to, to, to polite conversation. <laughs> Max, this you're gonna have to start waste. putting a disclaimer at like yeah. on the on the text and the audio intro, just like just the views expressed by any of the speakers is that speaker alone, not the view of the entire podcast. No, no, no. Yeah. You just gotta say. We're all delusional from coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, I was say, we all I, we all have the coronavirus. We're all just speaking in tongues. And that's yeah. what it really is. Oh, I, I suppose we have legal representation. How do we cover our asses when we start uh, saying that uh, people are big, nasty bags of flesh? <laughs> Anything I say does not constitute legal advice. What I will say is the one lawyerly thing here is the funny part in the beginning when they're like, she's just opening up to everybody. Like, you know, it's like, oh, like to like the disabled, the whatever. And then she's like to gender. It's like that was already a thing <laughs> already a thing with the equal <laughs> i don't know what city this is but they have they would have a tremendous amount of litigation and issues if they were just like no dames well, no dames no, in the police force that, i mean that, and that's a there's there's a little bit of a inconsistency there because that is a thing right? that she says um and then you know, like the next thing the next when they go to police academy they show female police yeah, officers the female and one yeah, of the, the one of the main trainers at the police exactly. academy is a woman. So. Which is so funny. They're like, no broads except for this one. Because she's Hold basically on. a man. Maybe they were just very progressive back then and they realized that gender was a social construct and then that there are more genders than male and female. Ooh. There's also Ooh, a robot. Mind. Break down the binary, wow. Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like, like that. How about you get out of that binary mindset? You yeah. Make it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> How do- <laughs> That's what now, I do Bill, as a lawyer. Are you- <laughs> Bill, are you allowing Francis to, uh, to have his own identity? God, no. Of course not. That's how- no. I mean, the name Gross. Francis can be swung both in many I different mean, directions. Now. Look, mm-hmm. that is true. That is a, that's a pretty gender neutral name, but that was not you the do. intent. He is, Good job, is- Bill. You're even, you're so PC you didn't realize you're a PC. <laughs> you blew right past it. Oh, God. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what mistake I need a, have I made? I need a nearest mountain to climb on. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So, I mean, the, so the weird thing about the movie is that there's there's really not, other than Kim Cattrall ends up probably being the most famous person from this movie. Nobody, I, I mean, like, Moses Hightower is, like, kind of recognizable. I think the guy that plays Commandant Lassard is somebody that was famous in, like, 70s comedies, but I'm not entirely certain. Nobody comes Steve out of this Gutenberg. movie. To Steve have, Gutenberg. Like, yeah. Steve but Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Bill. You do not know <laughs> who the Goots is. I don't. I don't know who you're talking about right now. You Steve don't know Gutenberg? who Steve Gutenberg is. He's the main character. Uh yeah, sure. I mean, I know. Yeah. I think okay. Bill didn't watch this movie. I think Bill just was up this morning at like three what else in the morning, has that guy done? just pacing back and forth. He did Cocoon. He did uh, never, never Three Men and a Baby. Never he was seen he was probably photoshopped when we had that original cover. Yeah, he cover. is. Yeah, remember. Then uh, also Three Men and a Little Lady. Yep. He was like big in the '80s, and then he like fell off the earth. Either, and then he started doing way too many drugs to start turning down everything yeah. and got himself blackballed from being an asshole. Oh, all right. I mean, I've literally, I've only seen him in Police Academy. Sh- and Short the circuit? As you just listed, I never, I've not seen. The Goots. To be fair, Bill does live in Maine, so the VHSs are still kind of progressing <laughs> from like 1980, <laughs> the early 80s. Now he's getting into like the later 80s. Cocoon's not out yet, you know, so it's kind of nuts. <laughs> you guys heard about this, this new upcoming kid? His name's Tom Cruise. He was in this new movie I saw. It was really good. Yeah. So handsome. So handsome. Really good dancer. Bill, 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 I'm coming to yeah. your fucking rescue. I'm back on your team. All right, nerds, cease and desist. I haven't seen any of these fucking movies either. And for the past what? five minutes, I have no idea who the fuck this actor is. <laughs> yeah. Cocoon, Three Men and a Baby, Diner, The Bedroom Window, Three Men and a Little Lady, The Big Green, and Short Circuit. That's what comes up on Wikipedia. Yep. None. I've seen None. Police Academy. No, I don't know any of the rest of them. <laughs> 
I feel like I've heard of Cocoon, and that's I don't, I've never even heard of the other ones. It's got Wilfred C- Brimley in it. Yeah. Before pre 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 uh, diabetes warning. I was gonna say that's the diabetes guy, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Diabetes. It's just about a bunch of old people fucking. Isn't yeah, Cocoon really? so that where they about. bring coma people back just to tell them that they're gonna slip back into a coma? But nice knowing you anyway. No, that's Coma, the movie. That's Coma. <laughs> very similar. Very similar sounds, very similar to Cocoon, but it's actually Coma. Coma. There's a bit of a change in spelling that makes it different. What's Cocoon about? Silkworms? It's about old people fucking. <laughs> yeah, aliens. Really? Aliens come something, by. Something about aliens. And they're like. They give them the fountain yeah. of youth, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, so it's like Bubba Hotep. What the what? What the yes. from Indiana Jones? I'm gonna give you a bonus horror movie after I do the horror section. Bubba Hotep. <laughs> I'll jump in the mind since we're staying on the uh, politically incorrect. So, <laughs> oh, good. Here's yeah. a flesh bag <laughs> in your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> gonna just gonna continue to cleanse his palate. So, uh, mine is gonna be the Taken of Pelham One Two Three from 1974, starring mm. uh, Walter Matthau and Robert Shaw. Oh God, Robert Shaw is so good in that movie. They're both great in this. He's good in every movie he's in. Was, was uh, he sober in this one? Absolutely I, not. I sincerely <laughs> doubt it. Never I sincerely so. doubt it. <laughs> so I saw this movie for the first time a few weeks ago. I fucking loved it. I was shocked at how good it was. Was that scene the remake with Denzel and John Travolta, which was just fine? But Woof. This is a completely different movie. Yeah. So you got a... Uh, yeah, go ahead. What was what was it you texted me the other day? You're like, this is the fucking best. He has sent me a picture of this dude in the control center. What are all these goddamn Chinamen doing here? Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So there's a scene Whoa. in the beginning of the movie that the uh, the Japanese Transit Authority, like their board members, are touring the New York Transit, and uh, that's when Robert Shaw comes on and holds a bunch of people hostage on a train, demanding a million dollars within the hour. And the Japanese people are still there. And then they cut the guy on the intercoms going, what the hell are these Chinamen doing in my station? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. It's just the whole movie's peppered with just like casual racism that would not fly today. And then just like the most stereotypical New Yorkers, just rude New Yorkers. Like you got the police sergeant who's screaming on the intercom at people, just going like, someone get these goddamn reporters out of here. (laughs) Jerry Stiller's in it. Oh, yeah. He was good in it, too. Walter Matthau is hilarious in that movie. Yeah, he's calling all the uh, Asian people monkeys. He's like, oh, these monkeys don't understand English anyway. It's <laughs> <This is> terrible. <laughs> and then you get the New York uh, the mayor. the 70s. And then you get the New York mayor who has the flu the entire movie and just wants he wants absolutely nothing to do with the hostage situation. He's forced into it, and he's just like, it's just bitching and moaning the entire time. So many other movies have ripped that sort oh, of yeah. character off, like the bitchy New York mayor. Like, remember Godzilla with the fat oh, mayor who was eating yep. candy who had wanted nothing to do with it? Like, so many movies <laughs> have done that. They introduce the mayor. He's getting, like, his flu shot or whatever, and the nurse is just really nice. She's like, is there anything else I can do for you? And he goes, yeah, get the hell out. <laughs> classic, classic New York mayor. <laughs> and then they cut just, to him after telling him what to do, and they just they just zoom in on him, and he's just sitting in bed just going, piss, shit, fuck. <laughs> 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 I mean, Fantastic. I wouldn't have expected any less from Giuliani. Let's face it. <laughs> so I have to say, I think I um I saw I think I saw a taking of the the 2009 remake in theaters, yeah. and like like you said, Max, like I think it was it was fine. It was an okay movie. Um, and I went I like it. I must have been like in between like a summer break or something like that. Went home and uh, uh, Paul, my uh, my dad, for for people who are not aware. Um, was like furious uh, that that they remade that movie because he apparently loved the original one. And at that time, <laughs> we had the Netflix subscription where you got DVDs sent to your house. Mm-hmm. This was before the streaming, and we got mm-hmm. Taking of Pelham One Two Three via uh, DVD in the mail. Um, and that's how I saw it. And the thing that surprised me is how funny the movie was. Oh like, yeah, there's a there's a lot of it is a good like it's a good action drama movie, but it is also hilarious. I was expecting to be like a, a 70s, like gritty thriller just because, you know, the guy from Jaws is in it, the drunk captain. And then I watched it like, I mean, immediately I'm like, oh, my God, this movie's really, really funny. It's just hilarious. And it's thrilling, too. That's that's it's something a fun that movie. The, the 2009 movie did not replicate at all. No. was the humor. No, it no. did not. No. You know why? Because it had John Travolta. 
He's the main bad guy. I remember, I think, Bill, I think you and I must have seen this guy. I remember going to the movie theater. I think we saw it all together. I I, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure Max was there because that that sounds like something, like absolutely something we would do. I just remember being like, why? Why is he in this at all? Why why is this happening? Why is he wearing sunglasses all the time? I was like, this is... This is bad voodoo, but yeah. Then I saw then I saw this one like a couple years ago, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually very, very enjoyable." Like nineteen seventies gritty. It's the handlebar mustache that's what threw me off. Yeah, that's really Jesus. I mean, he had probably he had just come off of uh, what was it like Roadhogs or whatever with the retired (laughs) oh my god, dude. Him and Tim Allen. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and William H Macy. Are you shitting me? Did they make a sequel to that movie? Sure, they did. I think they did. I probably <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, God. Yeah, it was called We All Need Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could Paying you imagine Denzel? Yeah, exactly. Could you imagine Denzel Washington, like, saying, like, I got to play off fucking John Travolta in this movie? Like, you, you guys got to be, like, I got to play off this fucking. Bill, how do you put it? Bag of flesh? Yeah. <laughs> Soggy bag of flesh. Soggy. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm a little concerned that you guys have reacted that way. I mean, this is not a PC uh, podcast, and that, that get to get that kind of a reaction, I feel like I just pulled like a Derek. Well, we're, we're still getting <laughs> well, we're over the PTSD from seeing inside of Derek's asshole. So, <laughs> I don't know if you caught that episode. Were you on that one? I was not on that one. Thankfully, <sighs> thank thank yeah. Christ, I did not see Derek's asshole. Yeah, it oh. happened twice. Yeah. Oh boy, that wasn't good. Mm. That changed my life, and not for the better, mind you. <laughs> he has been on the abyss. <laughs> been banished. <laughs> Basically. Oh, this is great. Can I? I gotta. I gotta. Re- I know we're not talking about wild hogs, but because of the so this is wild hogs because of the movie's strong box office performance. Oh my god, that's a painful thing to read out loud. Yeah. Uh, Disney announced that a sequel, Wild Hogs Two: Bachelor Ride, would be released in 2010. However, after Disney's next comedy starring John Travolta, uh, co-starring Robin Williams, was a critical failure, Disney canceled. I can't imagine why. I just can't imagine why. <laughs> There's one constant here, and I just can't put my finger <laughs> on it as to why these films suck. I just, like, for the second one, too, there probably was an insurance issue because all the outlaw motorcycle gangs probably were like, nah, we're going to find them wherever they're filming and we're going to start taking pot shots from Adam. (laughs) 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 You just lose the entire cast. They all just buried in the desert. Oh, yeah. Hell's Angels filed a lawsuit against uh, Walt Disney Motion Pictures (laughs) because of the movie. They are apparently very protective of their brand in every way. Could you imagine telling... Hell's Angels back in like 1968 that like someday in the future you're going to sue Disney. <laughs> you're like of my wow. dead body. <laughs> what has happened? What has happened to the Hell's Angels? All of a sudden they're litigious now? What's going on? I know. <laughs> they used to just go like kill stabbing people. people. Yeah, go back yeah. to stabbing people at the Rolling Stones concert. <laughs> Right, exactly. Back in the good <laughs> Just old pretend days. it's Ultima and everything's fine. <laughs> Everything will be forgiven. Wow. That meth really must have got upgraded to like some pure just Adderall. They're just studying so. legal books now and get their okay. law books out. All I'm all I'm seeing is just a job opportunity for Prevo to represent. If these if the Hell's Angels are this litigious, I think you got a lot of. Uh, you got I really got to get out of my business. I got to get out of this job now and get get into get into defending a bunch of fifty five year old, you know. People with triple bypass surgeries. Yeah, and get on it, Lincoln lawyer. Come on. <laughs> right. like me. Bunch of 55-year-old yeah, people in yeah, NA. Just like, oh, God. <laughs> there was a guy at my last job that he he was not a part of the Hell's Angel, but he had a motorcycle. And, you know, he was the kind of guy that I know people in Hell's Angels. And he'd go to, like, uh, Laconia Week in New Hampshire and just, like, Ugh. get drunk and stuff like And he used to, like, I used to kind of, like, make fun of him for it. And he would he would basically threaten me that, that it's not a thing to joke about because the Hell's Angels were going to show up and, like, you know, kill me or something. I don't know. It is, it is pathetic <laughs> for like a 60 year old man that like he's threatening like a, a, a you know, a, a young kid because the hell's angels are so tough and cool. And how dare you talk bad about them? So it's fucking I pathetic. Met, get on your fucking two wheel bike right away. You know, like, I mean, come yeah, on. You bicycle I, I trash. Met a, <laughs> I met a guy just like that same thing. And he was, he was, he likes to ride bikes too. And he ran into him at a rest stop or like, not that just some outlaw gang. Right. And he asked him, he's like, hey, you know, so 
like, what do you look for when you're looking to know if like someone's like an actual like real biker or not? And he, the, guy, the guy just looks at him, looks up and down, and just asks him, "You got track marks on your dick?" <laughs> Whoa! Okay, so that's the free pass. You got track marks on your dick? You can get right in. So get on that, Preble. I am. I'm already on it. I've already started filing my resignation letter. And also noting that we spent more time talking about wild hogs than some of the movies that we picked, that we picked to talk about, which, yep, is, so which is a great sign. So my pick, the Pel- taking a Pelham one, two, three. Okay, who's next? All right, we can do a little horror if everyone's down with it. I know that, uh, is, does anyone even watch horror on this podcast? Anybody? I think Max does, doesn't he? Yeah, every once in a while. Occasional? Okay. Yeah, that's, the occasional. That's so, this is 1997, Event Horizon, uh, oh, which yeah. is actually uh, a little bit of a blend of sci-fi, <laughs> but mostly horror. Um, it has Lawrence Fishburne and Sam Neill. Sam Neill, if folks don't remember, is the guy from the original Jurassic Park with the hat, the paleontologist. Mm-hmm. I never looked at him the same way again for 10 solid years after I saw this movie. <laughs> wow. Um, anyway, so it's uh, the slogan for the movie is like... Uh, what, fucking what is it like infinite space infinite terror like just really <laughs> cheesy in that way but absolutely horrifying it's like your classic sci-fi like horror setup like we find something you know like something we find something in outer space and so we have to go check it out and all fucking hell breaks loose like this ship has been to some alternate dimension that's basically hell it's come back and it's up to Lawrence Fishburne to save the day but Chilling. extremely gory extremely fucked up buckets of blood uh some good solid jump scares, some good black comedy thrown into it a little bit. It's in outer space. Uh, kind of gets your mind away from, uh, you know, more domestic threats like, you know, viral infection, destroying the world. Because it's kind of from outer space. Zombies. Yeah, yeah you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, definitely worth your time. I mean, if any of you guys want to watch a good horror movie uh, and never look at certain actors the same way again, this is the one to do it. <laughs> this is the one. Why Why don't you look at Sam Neill the same way? Uh, he claws his eyes out at one point. And becomes oh. kind of a villain, yeah. Um, with like a funny line, like "We don't need eyes where we're going." Like just weird shit. <laughs> the eyes have it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like overall really creepy because like when Lawrence Fishburne and everybody like go and they find this ship that had come back, everyone was thought was gone or whatnot. Like the crew is gone, and you know there's blood everywhere, and they have these very ominous like audio recordings and video recordings from the crew. But they're all you know once again they're gone and just like really nasty shit that you kind of hear on those. Yeah, uh, some I think dude that's when I gets it off. Uh, hung from the ceiling and splayed open for his intestines to spill out on a uh, operating table. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I think I turned, I, I never finished that movie. It was really creepy yeah. when I watched it. I think I watched it by myself. And like after listening to like the audio tapes, I'm like, nope, I'm done. It's really This rough. is fucking uh, creepy. It's what that happens movie, when you, you find your I, way to I hell and it, come back. I watch a, a lot of sci-fi and that movie always comes up in like a recommended for you because because of the sci-fi aspect of it. And I remember the first time like, oh, I know those two actors. That looks good. Like then looks like out in space might be something I enjoy. And then like I read the Netflix synopsis. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Yeah, no, like Sam Neill, literally like you will look at him as if he's a fucking like hell spitting d- like demon for the rest of for like the next 10 years when you watch this. Well, he'd done that before. He played uh, Damien, all grown up, in The Omen 3. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Huh. Played He's sinister when he wants to be, dude. Yeah, those eyes. Ugh. can make him creepy. Ugh. Yeah, especially when he rips them Honestly, out. Honestly, yep. I don't mind that image of Samuel, because right now I think of him as a dad who's laid in his alimony payments. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I want you guys to pull up Google Images and, like, look up Event Horizon movie and oh, wait until you see idea. Sam's face. <laughs> Let's do it. Event Horizon. Yeah, and go to images. Oh, there he is. That's the first one. Neil. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, that looks good. He looks happy. Yeah. I'd say so. You know, kind of in a just came off a heroin bender kind of a thing. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not looking so good. I got to tell you. What, sorry, wait, what, what were we Googling? I got distracted on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to a goddamn word you were saying. No, um, Event Horizon movie. Just type that shit into your Google box. Look up the images. You'll see Sam's nice, bright, smiling face with blood pouring down it and missing eyes. It's pretty good. I don't, I don't know if that's something I want to see. 
Oh, that's gross. Oh, boy. I don't like this at all. Oh, my God. This is God. after Bill asks everybody if they want to do a Police Academy movie marathon. That's, that's the face <laughs> that we give back to Bill. <laughs> this will keep you up for the next week. Look at these pictures. I don't like you mean all 12 all. Police Academies? Sure. Cut to Sam Neill's face. <laughs> Jeez, Sam Neill becomes a real demon in yeah. this. It's not looking good for him. Dr. Grant has changed dramatically. Yeah, like yeah. Doc, Dr. Dr. Grant. Dr. Grant. I, th- I think this movie legitimately stole my innocence when I was a teenager um, seeing this one. Uh, but for your bonus one, that's actually everybody would should definitely watch just for kind of shits and giggles is Bubba Hotep, which I alluded to earlier. It is technically a horror movie and it is set in a world where the real Elvis actually decided I want out of this shit, like t- tap someone to be his like kind of body double and actually become Elvis. And then he's in a retirement home. And then an evil mummy from like, you know, the Egyptian period comes into the retirement home and starts sucking old people's souls out of their assholes. And he has to stop it. Jesus. Yeah, that sounds good. Bruce Campbell sucking shit. Also going to pass on that, John. I don't like (laughs) that one. No, that one is downright hilarious and funny. It's a pretty good. uh, I'm Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. Yeah. Okay. 2002. Elvis Presley in a black JFK stay in a nursing home where nothing happens until a wayward <laughs> Egyptian mummy comes and sucks out the old people's souls through their a-holes. The two decide to fight back. People's creativity is endless. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Although I will, my, best, my favorite part about this, the budget to make this movie was $1 million. The, bu- the box office... One point two million dollars. So this movie, smashing success, maybe <laughs> made good money. Flip. <laughs> it's a good flip. Well, that's good. Oh god. All right. Anyway, so yeah, so there are your horror picks for everybody. Something for Perfect. everyone, for the whole family to uh, to really enjoy. Ruin Jurassic mm-hmm. Park for your children, Bill. Um, <laughs> however you want to go about it, it's all yours. Do as you wish. Wonderful. All right. All right. Then I'll uh, I'll round this off. So I had sci-fi slash fantasy. And uh, I really thought about doing like a good sci-fi one, like Blade Runner or something mm-hmm. like that, that we really would have, would have enjoyed. But it kind of, uh, kind of, kind of went back to my childhood here, gang. And I actually just pick Hook, the film Hook. <laughs> Hook. 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 God. Hook. Because, because one, I've already watched it in this self-quarantine period. And uh, for people who haven't seen it, if you've never owned a television or never been like awake at like, 2 p.m. on a Saturday, and this isn't like playing like every other Saturday. Peter Pan's grown up, and he's lost his childlike innocence, and but then he has these children. They get stolen by Captain Hook, and he has to go to Neverland to save them. And even though there are a lot of questions I have about this movie, it's it's perfect. It's a wonderful film, very enjoyable. Robin Williams is Peter Pan. Uh, Dustin Hoffman is Captain Hook. It's just, it's an all-star cast, I have to say. And uh, Julia Rum. Dustin Hoffman is Captain yeah, Hook. Yes, he's great in it. What? He is it. No, he's perfect. Yes, right? Ju- he's yeah. really oh, seen good. Julia Roberts is Tinkerbell. Yeah. Yeah, fuck oh, Tinkerbell. Wow, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, man. They have like a bunch, they're all just like a bunch of weird things too in this. Like, uh, like what's it? Maggie Smith, the, you know, um, what's it? Um, Professor McGonagall and, um, you know, oh, whatever the, the yeah. that lady from um, yeah, Down yeah, Abbey, great. all that stuff, right? She's like supposed to be Granny Wendy in this, which I always think is so funny because yeah, now so she like is old, but this movie is from 1991, yeah, and she was like 55 at the time, and they just made her look mega, like mega old. I just don't. I never. There were a lot of interesting, um, interesting choices in this. I have that to say, movies from 1991. Yes, I, I would have really. Th- I thought that came out in like I don't know, like not, I mean, not that it's a huge difference, but. I thought it came out in like closer to like 2000, basically. I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I remember that being like a, like a new movie and it obviously was yeah. not a new movie. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it came out early nineties. So, well, yeah, Spielberg. It's good. I'm a big fan. There's also just a bunch of random, like famous people in this, like Phil Collins <laughs> is like the, is the detective at the beginning of it. He has like five That's lines, weird. but for whatever reason he's in it. Sure. And this was back when Robin was still on cocaine, too. So I, f- I remember it being a great performance because of this. And I think Tinkerbell was a bad <laughs> Also, Robin Williams, which was really weird in the movies, that they, he was shaved like his whole, like like an animal. Like his whole body was shaved. 
Because he, he has <laughs> oh, a shirtless God. scene. Could you imagine? It's like, yes. Whoa, whoa. Looks. Yeah, that, that was, they must uh, have been. They must have been shaving him multiple times a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. They probably needed to get like a key grip with a fucking like a hedge clipper getting <laughs> there. Like yeah. wax, wax on. <laughs> <laughs> They're just oh god. No, he's he's great in this too because he like starts to act a little bit and then it's just like people were probably like concerned in 1991 like uh-oh is this going to be like serious for a long time and then he like loses his shit halfway through the movie and people are like oh perfect yeah back to the robin williams we know and love give him a couple key right. bumps we'll get him back to normal yeah I was gonna say, he's also he's also a, a corporate lawyer in this so he probably did both cocaine in real life and thinking you know as a as a corporate lawyer who has to work you know 20 hour days you probably did blow as a character as well so <laughs> makes it makes a lot of sense to me very bad yeah, exactly right mm-hmm. good god but yes but a lovely film bunch of weird ass shit in this movie but good and you got rufio oh my god rufio! Did it. rufio my my dad would uh my dad was like, this is a great movie, except for Rufio. He, like, hates him. He's like, <laughs> he, he thinks he's, like, the worst part of this movie. So every time I used to watch it as a kid, I'd always, like, try and, like, leave the room a little bit just before Rufio came on. Because I knew my dad used to be like, oh, God, <laughs> terrible. Like, just, like, wouldn't stop talking about it. And he'd be like, all right, Dad, we get it. You know, this movie came out, like, yeah, at that time, like, ten years ago, like, five years ago. And he's like, I just can't get over it. It's like, all right, well, you you have to get over it. Please. <laughs> I'm just just trying to I'm just trying to watch this movie. Okay, the thing, seven. The thing that really sticks in my <laughs> exactly. head is like uh, the the skateboarding, the the half pipe Ugh. that they have and stuff like the the obligatory like look at how cool we are. We're so, so rad. 90s. Yeah, 90s. So, that's so nineties. Love it. Extreme. Extreme. And, no, I love I loved every bit of it. Pastel like, colors. So, short so shorts. fucking amazing. Ugh. It's a good one. Yeah, All man. the actors look like the same kids that were in like fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from back in the day. It's like the same haircuts and shit, except like this time the ninjas are the good kids. I don't know. Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Power Rangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All good. Fantastic. Anything else you guys yeah, want to cover man. before we get out of here? Uh, New Pope for TV shows. The second season is a million times better than the first season. Um, if you like stuff that makes you uncomfortable when talking about the church, watch it. It's great. I couldn't finish the yeah. first season. I thought uh, it, it sucked. Yeah, the first one did <laughs> suck in my opinion, Max. This one, Malkovich, it's worth it just because okay. of Malkovich. And they tune up the blasphemy in like a big way. They John, really I gotta ask, if, if you didn't enjoy the first season, why would you go back for the second season? Because the fucking world is ending, Bill. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta cover all his bases. Jesus, what like what do? else am I gonna do? Fuck, we've had the coronavirus for like two months. Everyone else on the East Coast is just like, it's funny. All of a sudden, like uh, the family started texting, "Are you guys okay?" We're like, guys, we've been living with this for a while now. Like everybody, chill. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've been in lockdown for a little bit, and uh, I got nothing better. And right. you know, once uh, I don't get any pleasure out of masturbation anymore, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Yeah, right. There you go. I can't. Oh, I will uh I, I will recommend uh Avenue Five on HBO. That that show is weird but hilarious. Ooh, what's Avenue this one? Five. Oh, is that the go ahead. No, you just, just say what it is. No, no, no. Yeah, it's uh, well it's uh it's got the is it Hugh Laurie? Is that the guy that yeah. House? Yeah. The guy from House. Um Yeah. And uh the guy who was the voice of Olaf, I don't know what his name is in, yeah. in Frozen. Uh I don't know. It's got it's got some random people. Um Josh they're in they're in outer space. Uh it's like a time when it's in the fu- kind of near future where space travel has been turned into like a commercial enterprise and it's like a cruise ship, but it's a it's a you know, a spaceship and they're supposed to go around Saturn and come back, but they get knocked off course and now they're like on a different trajectory and it's it's a comedy it's there's been some some dark dark moments um but it's a funny show it's definitely worth it oh good i'm happy this is actually worth a damn thanks dude it was um created by the same person who created veep uh, oh really yeah, that's a good that. sign All which right, is also a great that. show yeah yeah that cool. is good to know i agree Let's see another one i guess i'd give is um <laughs> Narcos Mexico on uh, on Netflix. That's that's been pretty solid. Uh yeah. very good. I mean, it's yeah. almost all in Spanish, but it's, it's good. So at least you can read. It's a like you're bit. learning too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> learning. Oh, Spanish. Uh, honestly, 
after I watched Nar- after I watched the first Narcos, I said to Abby, I was like, I could definitely like speak Spanish now. And she goes, All right, say some words in Spanish. And I was like, um, um Donde es taco, please. One queso grande. <laughs> <laughs> he said one in English and then he said Und. one in Spanish. That doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Uno chicken quesadillo, por favor. <laughs> Tequero Taco Bell. Is that what the Chihuahua said in the '90s commercials? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the episode. I'll throw. A, I'll throw out a. No, 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 no. I, I'm gonna give another record. Just so I must win day. <laughs> New show. <laughs> Just in the airwaves. Uh, uh, Ugly Delicious <laughs> on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Follows David Chang, you know, about his food adventures. Wait, Fantastic wait show. Are you, are you actually recommending a show that isn't Law & Order right now? <laughs> Just kidding, guys. That's just a Law & Order. That's a Law & Order episode. It's not on a commercial in between. Yeah, no, that, yeah, I am recommending a show. It's not Lower and Order. I, I watch. Dude, things. David is like the most bitter chef I have ever seen. Just in every yeah, way. Like, I've seen him like he'll come on camera and be like, "Yeah, American chicken noodle soup. The soup tastes like shit." He's like, "This is how you do it." He's just so, so fucking bitter. He's like, Fuck off. Great. He he definitely filled uh, Anthony's shoes a little bit in a good way. Yeah, I would say so. He's got a podcast too. I would say so. How oh, does he? David, sure. David Chang does? He's on the ringer network. Well, then Ooh, we right. shouldn't be complimenting him. He's competing with us, guys. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah so we got to knock him, him down. Fuck, fuck David Chang. David, I love you. Make me some food. <laughs> <laughs> All this food looks great. I can't eat any of it. Yeah. I always just, like, will go cook up a storm after I watch those shows, and it's all just disappointing. <laughs> It's like, I just made a massive mess, and I was like, I made a grilled cheese. <laughs> oh, uh, quarantine menu for everybody. If you got a slow cooker, go out and buy yourself uh, uh, two racks of baby back ribs, slather them in some of that mm. sauce and some spices, and just put it in mm. for seven hours on low, one hour on high. You got yourself amazing ribs at home, and no one's buying them because they don't know how to cook them in a quarantine situation. Now, are you are you going to put them in the oven and broil them uh, to kind of get a little caramel? Yeah, so after they come out and they're they're tender enough, I put some more sauce on top of them, put them right underneath the broiler, yeah. and then crisp that and caramelize yep. it. Yeah, and then bring them out, and then you're ready to go. Oh, yeah, mm. buddy. And you can Wait, also do is, a spice rub um, at the beginning. This is interesting. Hear, you, guys, you, you guys still have food in your grocery stores? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we went food? to... Uh, we, we did something that everybody wasn't creative enough to do here. Uh, we went to another town. <laughs> and for what? some reason, Californians just don't get that. They're like, I've gone to my grocery store 10 times and nothing's there. It's guys go, go somewhere else. <laughs> just, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Nice relaxing yeah. experience. I bought the mechanic, um, like the blue paper towels that mechanics use because that's all that was left when I went to home Depot the other day. Yeah. So you can Jeez. cut it in half and use this toilet paper. I'm like, I don't think you can. No, Mm-mm. don't do that. To absorb oil. I don't think you can flush it. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. That would That's a bad, bad idea. Bad. Yes. I agree. Someone you should have gotten their badge number or something. <laughs> Give me your badge number. Get over here. Let me yeah. cough on you. Better idea. Better idea, just toss them over the fence in your neighbor's oh. yard. See, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, by the way, all these all these fucking assholes who load up in toilet paper just leaving everyone else without any. I hope you are all just extremely constipated for the next few months. Yeah, you can't use seriously. any of that toilet paper. Like, so Assholes. I hope you all just have a bunch of toilet paper and nothing like, to why, do with it. Why do people <laughs> feel the need to do this? Like Lisa and I, we found a little like family, you know, small neighborhood grocery store that had some toilet paper. So we each got our own pack. We we're like, is it okay if we each get a pack? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. But we didn't buy all 10 packs that were at the fucking store. We know, left it I for know. everybody. Very else. true. I, I, I really don't understand that either. Like, I mean, at a certain, you know, it's reasonable, I'd say, to buy enough to last you like a few weeks, a month, maybe, you know, like yeah, yeah. if you're if you really expect the world to be ending, why is your first priority toilet paper? That is going to end. Yeah. And like whether you have it for six months or, or not, like what, why? Why do you need to hoard on that? I don't understand it at all. Also, all I'm going to say is, guys, you're running out of toilet paper. It's a shower right next yeah. to the toilet. <laughs> Hop in that shower rinse your asshole off and you're good Don't to go. We got a detachable uh, built in shower bidet. head. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I, Boom. I'm ready for it. 
You're just spraying shit all over. over the side of your sink. <laughs> or, yeah, or, exactly. or, alternatively, don't wipe built-in social distancing. Nobody will come near you. <laughs> good point, these are all good ideas, game. We gotta hash these out. Or just do what the French do. Use your hand. <laughs> Use your hand. That's it. You're good to go. Dude, plumbing um, in Paris is abysmal. <laughs> Now I do want to know what the thought process mm. was. They're like this is a this is a respiratory illness. <laughs> toilet paper. I need all the toilet like paper. where do those where do those links go? I need to know how those links are made in someone's I, brain. I, we, we can't pay for the the electric this month, so we don't have any power. But thank God I have these eighty seven rolls of toilet paper. I can I can. Maybe they think it's going to become currency. Yeah, I can burn this <laughs> for light because that's all I got. Goddamn assholes. All right, good way to wrap up the episode. Yeah. <laughs> clean. Right. Yep, that's Very the bonus clean. episode. Woo! Stay inside, wash your hands. And uh, we'll probably do this again at some point. Just maybe. Probably. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, yeah. Hey, John, can I ask you a question? Sure. Um... What what is the deal with the the it's the passion stuff that you that you say a lot? Oh, the, I, I I watch I've listened to every episode except for like the last two uh, uh, diehards or whatever. We're well, not diehard. Shut uh, the fuck up, Will. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, dare you? Um, well, and you've said the passion thing a lot, and I have no idea what you're talking about. You, that's good. Good. I want you to be confused. You're a lot easier to take <laughs> down when you're confused. Okay. I can <laughs> spring up behind you. Now, um, it's just, it just happened. It's from one of the original, like way back uh, Grand Theft Auto games on one of the radio stations you can listen to. They have like some sex counselor that's like from Cuba or some shit. And that's just kind of what he sounds like, except a lot deeper voice, more machismo and a lot more lisp. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but that's what he's talking about. He's like, if you, if you lose, if you lose at the pitching, then, you know, it's just, it's very <laughs> like that. It's, it's, I've, I've, I've always wondered if there was like, like part of an episode that just didn't make it, you know, like part of a recording that didn't make an episode. I've, I've always been confused at that. <laughs> pitching. The pitching. Just came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Also, it just happened. Also, John, I also want to want to call uh, just uh, let you know that you're uh, you're a huge asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah, The Witcher is a delightful TV show for any people. I did not play the video game. Sam, my wife, and I did not play the video game, and it is a fantastic show. You don't have to fucking be a nerd to enjoy The Witcher. All right, you can just it's just a good show. Well, if we're gonna start comparing eyebrow lines, I mean, we can do that right now. Um, <laughs> If we really have to. No, but um, you're on a higher plane than most folks. It's like I had a buddy who was texting me. He was like, well, I think that girl's kind of stiff. And I'm like, God damn it. That's how he's supposed to be. You're on a higher plane of existence, Bill. I, I mean. And you you were factored into that. Just you're you're exempt. You're exempt. <laughs> Here's all I'll all say right. about The Witcher is that first 30 seconds of that show copious amounts of boobs so i was in immediately you didn't need to say anything else to me i was like check mark signed up we're good Tits. Oops. we're set throw me down <laughs>